What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about legendary actor Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner is one of my favorite actors of all time, and I think he's underrated and underappreciated. We don't talk about him the same way we talk about other movie stars of that era, Tom Cruise, Sean Penn, and Mel Gibson. I think there are times he may be not as good as an actor as those guys are, but he's just as big, if not bigger, of a movie star in that era. I mean, Kevin Costner dominated the 80s. He began his career with a scene-stealing performance in the Western film Silverado. You watch that film and you see the movie star potential pouring out of Kevin Costner. It's such a fun performance. He's basically playing a scoundrel, and I love every second of it. It's a fun, lively performance from Costner. This film is directed by Lawrence Kasdan, most known for writing some of the Star Wars movies, most notably The Empire Strikes Back. The film also co-stars Scott Glenn, Kevin Klein, and Danny Glover, but it's Costner who steals this film. I definitely recommend you watch the movie Silverado because you can see the movie star already in Kevin Costner. And then in the late 80s, he basically becomes the most consistent movie star with The Untouchables. I mean, this is one of the best films of all time. Sean Connery finally wins an Oscar. It's the best performance of Sean Connery's career, R.I.P. Andy Garcia is the one who gives the underrated performance of this film. I absolutely love Andy Garcia in this film. And then you have Costner as Elliot Ness, a great leading role. I mean, again, he's oozing movie star in this film, and he's going up against Robert De Niro as Al Capone. Who doesn't love The Untouchables? And that is one of the best scenes in movie history, the staircase scene with the baby carriage. I absolutely love that movie and love that scene. That film is an all-time great film. It's a shame that The Untouchables did not win Best Picture at the Oscars because it's one of the best movies of all time and one of Brian De Palma's best films. Then Costner stars in the film No Way Out, a thriller co-starring Gene Hagman. I mean, I just recently watched this film and it's perfection. It's exactly what a thriller is supposed to be and it's maybe the most impressive acting performance of Kevin Costner's career. I mean, he's really, really good in this film. And then after that, he stars in a little movie called Bull Durham, the film that perfectly shows what life is like in the minor leagues. I mean, he is playing this iconic character of Crash Davis, this guy who's been stuck in the minors, who might be the greatest minor league player of all time, but can never live up to being a regular major league baseball player. There is no better film that demonstrates what life is like in the minor leagues. I absolutely love this film. Of course, it has Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. And they're great in the film also, but it's Costner's performance that makes that film so special. I mean, the idea that this guy is about to break the minor league home run record, but he doesn't care about that recognition because in his mind, he hasn't lived up to his potential and become a major league baseball player. That arc of that character is so fascinating, and I can't imagine anybody else pulling that off, that role. I can't imagine any other movie star of that era playing that character. Like, Dennis Quaid couldn't have played that character. Richard Gere couldn't have played that character. Only Kevin Costner. That is the most Kevin Costner role of all time. It's one of my absolute favorites. Of course, this film is iconic, and I think it's iconic because of Costner. And then in 1989, Costner comes out with another iconic baseball film, Field of Dreams. And the thing that impresses me the most about that back-to-back tandem of Bo 
Bull Durham and Field of Dreams is how different both movies are. I mean, Bull Durham is way more comedic and Costner is just, every scene with him is so funny. And then you get this emotional film about family life in Field of Dreams. It's such a different performance that it's amazing that this guy was able to pull off both of those performances. He can be the sentimental guy chasing the former glory of his father and just desperately wants to play catch with him in Field of Dreams. And he can also play this like kind of funny mentor character in Bull Durham. I think it's way more impressive than people give it credit for. The fact that this guy was like, yes, I just made an iconic baseball film. I'm going to do this other film about this guy who wants to play catch with his dad in a cornfield. That run of two films is so impressive. It's peak Kevin Costner for me. I absolutely love Bull Durham and I absolutely love Field of Dreams and I'm not going to pick a favorite between the two. There are days when I think Bull Durham is better and there are days when I think Field of Dreams is better. It's just whatever mood you are in. Then you get to the 90s and Kevin Costner continues to dominate. Right off the bat, he comes out with Dances with Wolves, a film I really liked, but I can admit it's not as good as Goodfellas. I mean, Goodfellas obviously should have won Best Picture that year, but Costner does do a fantastic job of directing that film, and it's also a great leading performance from him. The film is really, really good. Again, it's just not as good as Goodfellas. And for that, Kevin Costner wins two Oscars. He wins Best Director and Best Picture, and that's something that the Academy Awards seems to love to do. When a movie star directs a film, they seem to love to give him the Best Director Oscar. I mean, this has happened before. Clint Eastwood for Unforgiven. You have Mel Gibson for Braveheart. Robert Redford for Ordinary People. Warren Beatty for Reds. I mean, I love the fact that Kevin Costner has an Oscar, but I'd much rather him have one for some of his great acting performances. Next, he stars in Oliver Stone's JFK. I just recently sat down and watched this one. It's a really long film, but it's such worth it. It's one of the greatest casts of all time. There's a ton of people in this film that you're not expecting to see. John Candy is in this film. Joe Pesci is absolutely going for it. And Kevin Costner delivers another great leading performance in JFK. I absolutely love this film. I don't know how much of this film is accurate. Probably not a lot of it, but it sure is entertaining. And then Costner stars in Clint Eastwood's film, A Perfect World. I actually really like this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. I had never heard of it. I just saw that Kevin Costner was in a film directed by Clint Eastwood and thought it was worth a watch. It was definitely worth a watch. It showed a different side of Kevin Costner who's playing a character that we don't see him play a lot. Another thing that's fascinating when you look at the career of Kevin Costner, the era he was dominating, this is back when movie stars were kings and they were dominating the box office. I mean, Dances with Wolves, a three-hour western that's kind of a slow burn, made over $420 million. The film JFK, a conspiracy film directed by Oliver Stone, made over $200 million. The film Bodyguard, which he co-starred with Whitney Houston made over $420 million and Robin Hood Prince of Thieves made $390 million. It didn't matter whether the movie was great or not. It only mattered that Kevin Costner was in it and he was going to get
get people to go to the movie theaters. I mean, that's so different than the era we're living in now. I mean, if Kevin Costner was coming up now, they'd just pop him in a Marvel movie. He'd be Iron Man. That's what would happen. But back then, he could get projects off the ground that he could make, make a lot of money. I mean, Dances with Wolves, $420 million. We do not go to the movie theaters to see three-hour westerns. We don't go to the movie theaters to see conspiracy theory films like JFK. Those movies don't make money anymore. I mean, you look back at that era, and it's the era of the movie star, and for the most part, Kevin Costner dominates it more than most. I mean, The Bodyguard and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves are not great films, but they made a boatload of money because they had Kevin Costner starring in them. Another thing about Kevin Costner is he is the absolute king of the sports movies. I mean, just look at this list. Bull Durham and Field of Dreams alone would put him at the top of the list, but he also starred in Tin Cup, a movie about golf, For the Love of the Game, another baseball film, Draft Day, and McFarland USA, a film about a track team. I mean, Kevin Costner has basically done a movie about every sport except basketball. On a side note, I would have loved to see Kevin Costner play the Woody Harrelson role in White Man Can Jump. I mean, the film's directed by Ron Shelton, who Costner worked with on Bull Durham and Tin Cup. I mean, that would have been a way different film, but I would have loved to see Kevin Costner in White Man Can Jump along with Wesley Snipes, even though I think Woody Harrelson is iconic in that role. Again, Kevin Costner, I want to see you in a basketball film. Again, he's done every different kind of sports movies, and again, they're not all great. I mean, I can admit that for the Love of the Game, Draft Day, and McFarland USA are not as iconic as Field of Dreams and Bull Durham, but they are watchable. I mean, you watch these movies because Kevin Costner is starring in them, and they're still better quality because he's in them. Even a film like Tin Cup, it's not a perfect film, but I can sit down and watch it, and I'm invested in it because of Kevin Costner. He's that big of a movie star, and nobody gets me interested in sports movies like Kevin Costner. When I think of sports movies, I think of Kevin Costner. Looking back at his career, one of the things I absolutely love about Costner's career is he went toe-to-toe with acting giants like Sean Connery in The Untouchables, Gene Hackman in No Way Out, Tommy Lee Jones in JFK, and James Earl Jones in Field of Dreams, and he absolutely held his own against these star actors. Even when he wasn't the biggest name in the world, it always looked like Kevin Costner deserved to be on screen with these acting legends and again some of them gave the best performances of their career working alongside Costner I mean I think Sean Connery in The Untouchables is the best performance of his career James Earl Jones absolutely knocks me out in Field of Dreams I think he should have won the Oscar for that performance I think it's the best performance in that film Tommy Lee Jones was nominated for an Oscar for JFK so yes maybe on screen Kevin Costner isn't always playing the most interesting character, but alongside somebody who's really going for it, I think Kevin Costner is one of the best leading men of all time in the way that he lets the other parts of the movie be showier than him. He lets Sean Connery dominate the Untouchables. He lets these other actors shine, and I think they do some of their best acting alongside Kevin Costner. Again, I love James Earl Jones as Darth Vader and in The Lion King, but I think his absolute best performance is in Field of Dreams and it's his scenes with Costner. I think that's an underrated aspect of Costner's career is being the best
best scene partner for some acting legends. I think Kevin Costner is one of those actors that has a movie star persona. I mean, he always plays these aw shucks characters, these everymen, and I think it's the reason why he's a movie star. He just plays to what the hits are. He knows what he's good at doing, and it's why when he's even playing a bad guy in Clint Eastwood's A Perfect World, he's not fully committed to being the villain. He plays a sympathetic character. Kevin Costner never plays an absolute horrible human being because it wouldn't be that believable. You watch Kevin Costner on screen and you're like, I kind of like this guy. I don't want to see him be sinister. I don't want to see him do terrible things to people because he's a leading man and he's a presence of comfort for me. Again, it's also the reason why he doesn't play like the showier parts, like those other characters that went on to win a bunch of awards playing with him. He's not as showy as Sean Connery in The Untouchables. He has morals. Like, you watch Kevin Costner and you're like, oh yeah, he's playing the decent guy who's going to solve the issues in JFK. He's going to solve the conspiracy that nobody else can solve because he's a man with morals. Those are the type of characters that Kevin Costner is so good at playing. I mean, again, you even look at Bull Durham, and yeah, he's kind of playing a rough and tough guy, but at the end of the day, he's trying to mentor the Tim Robbins character. Even when he's playing not the best of human beings, the best of Kevin Costner comes out. Another thing that's incredibly impressive about Kevin Costner's career is that he's remained relevant. He's appeared in some recent big movies. Man of Steel, Henry Cavill's Superman movie. He was Jonathan Kent. He was the father of Superman. And he's continued to appear in really good films like Hidden Figures. That was an Oscar-nominated film and Aaron Sorkin's Molly's Game. I mean, that wasn't the best performance of his career, but I really do like the film Molly's Game. He's also the star of one of the most popular shows on television right now, Yellowstone, a Western show created by Taylor Sheridan, most known for writing Sicario, Hell or High Water, Wind River. Five million people watch this show a week on the Paramount Network. I mean, Kevin Costner still gets eyeballs to watch his shows and movies. And he has a new film out right now where he co-stars with Diane Lane called Let Him Go. I mean, Kevin Costner has remained as relevant as some of those other movie stars. He's been around just as long as Tom Cruise, just as long as Sean Penn, just as long as Richard Gere, just as long as Dennis Quaid, but he doesn't get his just due. And I guess I just don't understand why because he's been in just as as many iconic films as them again The Untouchables Bull Durham Field of Dreams No Way Out Dances with Wolves JFK I mean these films are so rewatchable but yet when we talk about the movie stars of all time we don't mention Kevin Costner and I'll admit this about Kevin Costner he's not the best actor ever I don't think of him as a Daniel Day Lewis type he does doesn't lose himself in roles. You're always like, that's Kevin Costner. That's what I came here to see. That's why Dances with Wolves is a free hour Western epic, but the reason it's so watchable is because you're like, I just want to spend three hours with Kevin Costner. He's the draw. He doesn't lose himself in the roles. You're not there to see Kevin Costner escape himself. You're there to witness Kevin Costner because he's one of the best movie stars of all time. He's not one of the best actors, but 
but he is one of the better movie stars. I know his run as a leading man didn't last as long as some of those other guys, and again, he's gone on to direct movies. Some of them are great, some of them aren't. I get he hasn't been in franchises like Mission Impossible. He's been in Man of Steel, but not in a leading role. I know he isn't as present in today as he was back in the late 80s, but I think when you mention the best movie stars of all time, the name Kevin Costner should show up in that discussion because he was the absolute best movie star of the late 1980s. Everything after Silverado is cinematic gold from Kevin Costner. And I would put that run of movies all time against any other movie star ever. That's what I'm saying. That run of films, again, Untouchables, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, even Dances with Wolves. That run of films, no one has matched that. No one is a movie star like that anymore. It's a gone and forgotten era, and Kevin Costner was the absolute king of it. He was the king of the movie stars. You went to go see his movies, whether they were great like JFK, or whether they were just okay like The Bodyguard. Kevin Costner drew so much attention to his films, and now he's still putting solid work in movies and in television. My hope over the next five years for Kevin Costner is that he shows up in an Oscar-worthy film in an unbelievable supporting role and that he gets the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. I mean, that would just be so amazing to me because all that time he was a leading man, it was the other actors getting all the credit for those films. John Connery in The Untouchables, Tommy Lee Jones in JFK, James Earl Jones in Field of Dreams. It would be amazing if Kevin Costner were able to give a great leading performance to an up-and-coming rising movie star. That's my hope for Kevin Costner. I love that he has an Oscar for Best Director, but I think he deserves an Oscar for acting because I think he's just a bigger part of movie history as the other actors of that era. Tom Cruise, Sean Penn, Mel Gibson. I mean, we talk about these guys like absolute legends. We don't talk about that way. We should with Kevin Costner. He's an absolute acting icon. I could sit and watch his movies all day long. He's entertaining. He's one of the best leading men of all time. They're not leading men anymore like there were in the Kevin Costner era. And if I were going to go back and give him an Oscar, it would be for Bull Durham. I mean, that's a film where he really does show a different side of himself. He gives a terrific supporting performance, if you call it. I think he's the lead of that movie, but you also have the Tim Robbins character. You have the Susan Sarandon character. Kevin Costner is what makes that film special, and he's what makes a lot of films special. He's also starred in so many different genre of films with so many great filmmakers. Lawrence Kasdan, Clint Eastwood, Oliver Stone, Brian De Palma, some of the best directors of all time Kevin Costner has worked with. And maybe the most underrated aspect of Kevin Costner's career is how well his films have aged. Those films of the 80s, Bull Durham, No Way Out, Field of Dreams, The Untouchables are getting better as time goes by. They are ageless classics. That's what a classic movie star does. He stars in films that are 
are not only great in the moment, but they get better over time. I just recently watched the film No Way Out. It's incredible. If it were made today, I would say that movie is magnificent. It's absolutely what a thriller should be. And that performance by Costner is unbelievable. And if some young actor gave that performance a day, they would probably get accolades like Oscars. I mean, Kevin Costner is one of the best movie stars of all time, and he doesn't get his just due. Nobody has as many rewatchable films in their filmography as Kevin Costner does. Again, you can watch Bull Durham any day of the week. You can watch Field of Dreams any day of the week. You can watch The Untouchables any day of the week, and that's because of Kevin Costner. He is simply one of a kind, and I think somebody we've taken for granted. Go back and watch the films of Kevin Costner and watch a legendary movie star. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.